Aloha. Hello and welcome. We're back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name, as you may or may not be aware, is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us. Episode number 471. Very, very excited for you to be listening while you're mowing your lawn or on a jog or at the gym. I listen to podcasts at the gym and often I find myself listening to Tim Dillon or somebody that I find funny and I'll just be fucking laughing my ass off and I'm like oh my god these people must think I am psychotic and I am a little bit uh, but we appreciate you listening wherever you are if you're driving a tractor or a or a riding mower or an ATV or walking your dog whatever we love you we love that you listen um, if you are not already, please consider subscribing. I dropped a new episode of Bonus Bry this week. I may just give that away as a teaser to people that are kind of on the borderline of whether or not they want to subscribe. So that, that might go out um, later in the week or next week when I drop a, another Bonus Bry. But I do I do a bonus show every week or so uh, that's only available to people that subscribe to the show. Additionally, we do extra stuff here every week that we only make available to the people that listen or that pay, that subscribe. So unless you're a subscriber, you're probably not going to hear us about the dead body on a cruise ship that they kept in the fridge. Or the, or the sperm donor that has 600 kids on his ticker, you know, on his tally. If you want to hear that stuff, you got to listen. You got to subscribe. And and you could do that for five bucks a month. Click the link in the show notes. Five bucks a year or five bucks a month or 50 bucks a year soon to be 55. So look, as soon as I remember to do that or figure out how to change it to 55, it's going up five bucks. So get on that. Get, get on that. Get that free month. Um, we would like it also if you reached out to us. We love hearing from the listeners, and we have just a great crew of people. That's that. That's the magic of this show. Um, you can call us nine four nine four six four TBLS is the phone number, or you can send us an email mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com. Either way, we love it. We want to hear from you. Uh, I'm joined now, as always, by Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. I've got a an emphatic recommendation and two complaints. Okay. Um, first of all, I saw this movie called Sisu, S-I-S-U. It's a Finnish movie, but it's mm. all in English. Mm. And first, check out the Red Band trailer for everyone. Like, if you're curious, like, this is not artsy-fartsy. This is a fucking dude in 1944 killing Nazis. Oh, yeah. It's... It's such a satisfying, it's an hour and a half, and it's just fucking Nazis up. The trailer, oh, nice. like, sets the tone. It's so good. Oh, Check I'm it out. That. Yeah, I'll um, watch that. And then uh, I saw tonight is the Met Gala. Oh and I just want to say, is it happening every six weeks What now? is it? Yes, it's like the Olympics. It never it's isn't the Met Gala. What? It's always Met Gala. What is it? 
they, it's and just I did see yes. I did see a pretty impressive uh, appearance by Amanda Seyfried. Seif- Seif- I, I say Seyfried, but I don't yeah. know. But I just yeah. saw, I, I was on Twitter. She was yeah. trending and I clicked on it and it was a, a little video of her on the, the red carpet. I was like, solid, solid, solid. But overall, it's, it's too much Met Galling. It's just it's, too what much. Is it? What it's, is it? It's, it's always there. They, they dress stupid. And is it just it's just a dress up thing? You dress well, up and you're some famous. People, some people like dress hot. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. the aforementioned actress, but yeah. then a lot of people dress like they're they're. Um, it's like a weird costume. Like, hey, yeah. I'm the Empire State Building. I'm a dollar bill. Like, it's like weird stuff. Yeah. Well, I think this year's so there's themes. I know that, and I think this year's theme is like some kind of tribute to Karl Lagerfeld, who was a, a no. n- notorious German weirdo. Yeah. And Jared Leto. Who should be culled from the herd? Why are we still dealing with this he guy? Is, Where's the he me doing? He's such he a weirdo. Is. Where's the me doing for this guy? He's come dressed as Carl Lagerfeld's cat. Oh no. So oh, it's just why no. are we indulging this? You know, this is like too much. Look, it's too much. I love I love Amanda Seyfried as well. She, you know, she was fortunately victim to the um iCloud hack. A few years oh, ago, she was. oh yes, she was. They all were. I, I don't, yeah. I don't, uh, it, you know, endorse the no. invasion of privacy. But I wish I had accidentally clicked on yes. a link of her. Yeah, it's, I think I accidentally did once, and um, obviously, I'm a fan of hers. But I, look, look, I would be willing to sacrifice her if they, if we could get rid of the entire Met Gala via some kind of conflagration. All right, that's just look. We don't need it anymore. All the Kardashians are there, so that's a win. That's a net positive for the world. Let's get rid of them all. I don't know what it um, is. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Um, and then my other complaint, oh, and yeah. I'm to blame yeah. for getting myself into the situation, oh. but I saw that Elon Musk was going to be on Bill Maher, and oh, like there was man. a YouTube clip of it, yeah. and I don't like Bill Maher. Yeah, is there a worse combination? <laughs> And I, but I'm, it's this, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a Joe Rogan guy, but when yeah. there's a certain guest, You'll watch. I'll listen. Yeah. And then, and then I'm frustrated by like when he had, uh, what's his name? Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yep. And he asked zero follow-up questions yep. when there were clearly bullshit answers the first time. Yes. But anyway, yes, I digress. Yes. So I click cause I'm like, what, what's the draw of this Elon Musk He's guy? Such a weirdo. And it was just Bill Maher going, some people uh, we're all followers and some people are doers and you're a doer. It was like, like a weird, like you're the best. And then he's like, explain to me your feelings on this woke brain or, you know, something weird, like woke brain syndrome. Yes. The woke and mind then, virus. Yes. Yeah. And and they're going on and on. And it's like, this is, this is the only hill that Bill Maher dies on. Like yeah. he, it's the only fight he has now is about woke is, is yeah. too much. And then at least somebody on Twitter posted, Hey, this is the time that uh, Bill Maher had uh, fucking oh my god, great comedian, yeah. uh, Boston redhead now bald. What? Uh, oh, Bill Burr. Oh, Bill Burr. Yeah, the great and Bill he's Burr. like, hey, I just want you to commemorate, uh, commiserate with me. I don't know. This could have been three years ago, or it could have been last week. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But he's like, I just want you to commiserate with me about all this woke cancel culture. Yeah. And and <laughs> Bill Burr's like, what? I don't listen to that shit. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, so it's 20 people and they make a news story out of it because it's an easy news story to make. And he's like, 
but whatever. And yeah. he's like, oh, you've been canceled. He's like, no, I'm, I'm, do- I'm doing fine. Like, I, I've never noticed anything. And he's yes. like, no, they were mad when you did this routine. He's like, nah, I don't notice that. That's just like 20 people online. Just fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. You don't you don't indulge those voices and you don't have to worry yeah, about just, it. You know? It doesn't. It yeah. doesn't. Nothing's mad. No one's canceled. The only thing yeah. that's canceled is uh, Bud Light with Hayseeds. That's, right. that's pretty much the only thing that's canceled. <laughs> it's, their stock is up. By the way, which yeah. Bud Light should be canceled for being a bad product. Yeah, right. I think we discussed this a, a yeah. show or two. Yeah. It seemed like a weird crossover yes. promotional yeah. thing. Sure, but not, that's not not the typical. But like, who gives a shit if you're a no Bud Light cares. drinker? Yeah, what? No one cares. They, well, cares? Uh, oh, that's this just what companies do. Companies try to fucking steal the yeah. moment whenever they can. They're all right. shitty. You know, right. like what? Yeah, I wasn't planning on drinking a Bud Light, yeah. but now that I see no. this influencer, yes. yeah. let me get on. I know. I was yes. <laughs> now I'm into it. Um, I was. I was. Oh, whatever. I just. Yeah. It just. You know. I, yeah. I. I. I should have known that Bill Maher is trash. Yeah. Oh, he is. And yeah. Yeah. Bill, we knew. We always knew Bill Burr is great. Always great. And yeah. of course, Elon and, Musk. And Elon. Is, and is Elon just, Musk. It's the same. Like, if you just don't give him any attention then he'll just go away. Like he's, he's just like the, it's, that's just what Bill Burr's saying about the, uh, about the loud voices in the cancel culture world. If you just don't, if you just ignore them, then they're not there. Same with, same with Elon Musk. Just don't listen to right. it. Yeah. Uh, I w- the, over the weekend, sadly, my LA Kings were driven from the playoffs, but they but they were going against the best yeah. player on the, on the planet, yeah, the oil. And I think the oil's going to go on to win it all. But Luckily, my uh, my my pain was soothed by a beautiful game seven loss by the Boston Bruins, who only won, who only lost like eleven games all season. There's there's just something nice it, about Boston people being miserable. It is nice, yeah. but also isn't it? It isn't it a thing that a lot of like the best record, the presidents. Trophy yeah. winners always have gotten bounced always like a lot early. always yeah it's pretty common you know it's not it's not uncommon to see a six seven or eight seed win the Stanley Cup Lord Stanley's Cup you know because you can ride a hot goaltender yes Ed you ride that hot goaltender you know you come in hot and the oil is hot they won nine the, their last nine games of the season they vanquished the Kings in they're the oh I don't know two or maybe three. Kings- Oh, the, the Kings yeah, were like, I don't know. I don't know. Let's find out. Let's know that because I don't I think, actually, yeah. I don't even know what seeds are because you, you get seeded by your division. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. So you can, if you win the division, you're the higher seed than maybe the, the team with the better record who was second in their division. What is the end um, playoff seeding Edmonton Oilers playoffs? 2023 here we go let me tell you right now seeding oh yeah they're the number two so oh so was uh colorado one colorado's gone they're gone the kraken took them out right they won their first ever yes and i don't i can't decide if i if i love or really hate the uh the kraken uniforms because they kind of got like a like a teal like powder blue thing going on but i kind of like it they have a very regal um, S for Seattle. I, I think I, I like, like the, it. I like the logo. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the um teal of the teal. Yeah. I, I don't like teal. Yeah, yeah. I normally don't either. So that's why you know that's why I'm in a spot. 
Um, also, have you watched the, I have a recommendation. Have you watched the new John Mulaney special? Uh, I saw it live. I did yeah. watch it, but yeah. it, it was pretty much the same thing I saw. He, oh, you went great. and saw him. Yeah, yeah, he is great. I, I'll be honest. I was not the biggest John Mulaney fan. I Because th- he's like, to me, he's like such a great joke writer. Like he's like really, really funny and he, his economy of language is good. But his presentation, his stand up has always been like a little too jazz handsy for me, like a little yeah, too old timey. He's, he's the he's the, the gayest straight man. Yes, he is. In he, history. He is. But this new special, obviously, you know, he went through some shit and he was very real in the special and it was refreshing and nice to see and fucking funny. It was a it was a really good special. And he basically is telling you that he he was a huge piece of shit. And yes. it's nice to hear somebody say that, that they're that they were proud that they had a star studded intervention and that they were bummed that nobody recognized him in rehab and shit like that, that that, you know, people think, but they pretend not to think it's nice when right. people admit who they are. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's it, it's the it's the cool move to be like, oh, you know, I'm I'm a humble guy. And he, he yeah. admitted no. I have have an ego that needs to be stroked. Yes. Okay. And one more thing before we move on. I just saw the story just before we started and mixed in with the heavy rotation of Met Gala information that I cannot dodge. Mm. This, I just saw this headline. NYPD detective dies after spending 33 years in a coma. Well, that's too long. That's that's too long. That's too long. By 32 and a half years. Yes. I mean, very sad, obviously, not in any way making light of what happened to this poor man. But but why make it worse and just fucking let him be fed by tubes for since yeah. 1990? They shivoed him. They shivoed his ass. Shivoed him since H.W. Bush era. Yes. Herbert Walker was in office when this dude was fucking got shot and the ages laid there 33 years. That's fucking awful. Poor guy. Rest in peace. Troy. And you hear Patterson. stories like you hear stories after like somebody after a couple months, they come out of the coma. But like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. After yeah. six months, what is, what is it? like one person ever. I know. Yeah, no. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah, it has happened in history that somebody, you know, there's uh uh the um a jolt goes through the I'm trying to think of the word where there's like a uh, like the breaker goes out and comes back on and all of a sudden the person comes back to life. Yeah, and but then that's they not happening. Speak Chinese or something. Yes. Yeah, they all of a sudden they have an <laughs> Irish accent. Weird stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm also seeing now on that page that I'm looking at that story that there's a new Fatal Attraction series. Oh, with with Lizzie Kaplan, Lizzie Kaplan. And, yeah. and Pacey from uh, yes. Dawson's he's, Creek. He's very handsome. He was. He is a handsome. Dude. Yeah, he was in that. He was in that horrible show with McNulty, The Affair. He was the he was the guy getting affaired on by McNulty. Um, and he was wow. good in that show. And but you look, Fatal Attraction. That's one of those ones. That movie's so good. It it is. We did. We reviewed it like last yes. year, and I had never seen it. I had never oh, seen really? it. Yeah, we reviewed it with Jay Stu. I'm 
imagine Jace Stu was confused by it. I can't remember. But uh, there's the, a lot of sink sex going on. Yes, they're they're doing sex on sinks. What's her name's got a perm, but it's so good. It's such a good movie. I don't know how the. I mean, the show is gonna not be good. I, I actually, I actually think there. I can see how. Yeah. It could work in a longer form. This, yeah, this woman's yeah. torturing him on a weekly basis. Yeah. You could you could do it possibly. Yeah, come come on over and do some torture, Lizzie. Yeah, I, that's I'm I'm gonna check it out because uh, I wouldn't mind seeing well, yeah. you know the initial Lizzie scenes. No, no, yeah, she's that's this probably why she couldn't do Party Down is because she was engaged uh, right. with this with this project. Okay, let's talk some sports. Wrong. Right. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand. It makes you think I'm not a man It's just my crew rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I'm my no joy on DVD Ed, anybody... On who's alive? Let's get a tragic update. <laughs> tragic update. Plus, Ed Daly has been keeping up on who just died. Cause we're about to hear from Ed on which celebrities are dead. So tell me who died. I. <laughs> this reminds me. I meant to. I meant to email you this song last week. I'll do it after the show. Because oh, it yeah. is so fucking good. Our dear friend Brad in New York, who I'm, who I, I'm told. He he! I said, "Hey, I want to give you credit on the show," and he's like, "He's like, just just tell him it was Brad in Florida, formerly Brad in New York." So Brad Brad is relocated to Florida, but he's still holding it down with his amazing songs. We're lucky to have him. Thanks, Brad. Impressive work. Yeah, um, yeah I, a a uh, a good buddy of mine who I didn't think was listening to the show oh, yeah. just texted me and, and just said. That uh, that new rest in peace song is fucking great. So good. Uh, who died? We lost a we lost yeah. a couple in the yeah. sports oh, world. Yeah. First, we we lost a guy named Ralph Boston, U.S. track and field legend, eighty three years old. He broke some of uh, Jesse Owens' record. Oh, wow. He was in this the sixty Olympics yeah. in Rome. Oh, R.I.P. Um, but yeah, that's yep. pretty impressive. Yeah, um, very. And we also lost a former Pirates yeah. great. Dick Grote, Grote. great name, 92 years old, and I knew about him because of Curb Your That's That's the only reason I knew about him. As soon as I saw him on the rundown, I I, I knew exactly why he was there, because uh, Larry David had some thoughts on Dick Grote. You heard of it. What is it called? Grote's Syndrome. And what does it do? Well, it's a nervous system syndrome that makes people 
extremely excited and nervous. My niece has it, like Dick having Groth. tons of coffee. Dick Groth, named after Dick Groth, the, the guy who used to play shortstop at the Pittsburgh Pirates. I know, because he was a bald guy, and he didn't uh, feel very well, because he was very excited all the time. And he didn't... <laughs> Is that it? No, the doctor that initially diagnosed it uh, was named Groth. You sure it wasn't Dick Groth? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Dr. Groth might be Dick Groth's father, <laughs> for all we know. Well, we know. No? No. My niece has it, and... <laughs> well, he just won't let it we go. Want to check Larry, it. What happened? With- <laughs> R.I.P. Dick Grote, P- Pittsburgh Pirates shortstop back great in the name. day. Yeah, no, that's a great name. <laughs> Fantastic name, Dick Grote. A, uh, a town, I didn't look up where, a town forces argumentative parents to be umpires at Little League games. I mean, just check where. Yeah, this is... I feel oh, like, New Jersey. You no. Know, now this is in the, this is in the Philadelphia adjacent yeah. suburban Philadelphia yes. area. Yeah. yeah, 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 Philly. Yeah, um, you know, many know Ed that I was briefly a um, little league assistant coach. I think I've told the story here about how I was deked by that crafty nine year old. Oh yeah, transfer from the Mexican league. Well, back I re- I recall I mean, this is that this is many years ago now, but the, and was my last experience with little league. But I, I just remember that as a rule, all all coaches for all teams, it didn't matter if the call went your way or not. When any parent bitched, we would just turn to the bleachers and invite them to volunteer because it is a volunteer position. It is a hard job. It is, you know, it's not these are professional umpires. So they probably miss shit occasionally. And it's no big fucking deal. Who cares? Remember, uh, Maybe about five years ago, I was coaching in basketball and one of the the parents went berserk and started yelling at the ref. And then I told him to be quiet. And then he threatened to beat me up and they had to stop the game and the police had to take him out. And then a few then like last year, I saw him and he had a teardrop tattoo. (laughs) I was like, oh, uh, good thing I didn't take him up (laughs) on that fight. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't you? I was gonna say, didn't you? Wouldn't you like run into him like around town or something yes. like, at school? He's out yeah. there. He's yeah. out there. That's. Um. I mean, it's crazy. You know, I was I I was watching this video the other day, and it was this guy. It was, it was like one of those like influencer guys that tells you to like make your bed and stuff. And I'm not. It just came up in my feed. I don't normally watch this, but he's like a tough dude, and he's like he's like first thing I'm gonna do. If somebody squares up to fight me is run away because I don't need to fucking learn what's what this guy, what kind of weapon this guy has. He goes, I'm just going to run away from him. And then I'm like, that's good advice. Like, I don't um, I don't you know, I don't need to get I'm too old to get in situations like that. And then one day later in traffic, I'm like throwing the bird at a guy and I'm fucking like trying to make eye contact with him. And I'm like, no. Take take some advice. Like you don't need to get in any fights. You're too old for this shit. And it's weird. Some people just they never get out of that. You know, they're just always looking for that, and it's terrifying. But if you know, if your kids, if your kids playing in a game, just shut the fuck up. Like cheer on the kids and shut the fuck up. And then when it's over, take them to get an ice cream or something. And you know, don't make it weird for the kid. How sad are you if you really have something riding on the outcome of a kid's game? Yeah, no, it's actually pathetic and hopeless. like when i'm watching sports like my kids in sports i'm like i'm just specifically watching their performance i don't i don't even care about the result yeah yeah no yeah exactly i just 
yeah, I don't want them to feel uh, like shit about themselves afterwards. And that's all that matters. Right. Yeah. Uh, NBA fans crushed the ABC network after it used pre 9-11 footage of New York for the Heat yes. Knicks halftime report. Any any shots of Building 7? Unlikely. Oh, like, my God. What? Like, <laughs> how does that happen? As you, as you might know, yeah. still a touchy subject with a lot of New Yorkers. Yeah, and it is kind of weird. Like, even when you watch a movie, I mean, it really resonates every time you see yes. those towers. Like, you see an old movie and you're like, oh, yeah. You know, it's like, it's like impossible not to notice. So you'd think that whoever's producing the B-roll would also notice. Like, it's just... It, it How must does it happen? Somebody, it must be somebody who's twenty-two, yeah. and they don't, they don't like yes. remember it, or or they farmed it out to India or Korea, where well, they could true. get it cheaper. You know, that's 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 how true. you end up with mistakes like that. There, that's the Occam's razor, right yeah, there. Yes, yeah. that's, that's the more likely yeah, scenario, probably. Um, ESPN has fired Major League uh, Baseball reporter Marley Rivera. For calling a fellow reporter, do you yes. have the clip or do you? Wanna, yes. <laughs> yeah. What? What? She, 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 she had some choice words. So what? I mean, you can what, just tell us. Just tell us. What she called you? her. A, she called her a fucking cunt. She used the c word. <laughs> and I don't. There was a lot of uh, Spanish being yeah. bandied about. Yeah, I believe the she's a Spanish language reporter. Yeah, and so I, yeah. I, I don't know who really is at fault. Yeah, but I will say there are certain people that really have earned that moniker. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm, bitch, bitch is not the same thing. Oh, no. like no. sometimes it's the word. It's the c word is appropriate. Now, I I don't know this Marley Rivera, so I I don't know who's at fault. But some people in life earn that. And I, I, yeah, I feel yeah. like they should do a deep dive yeah. into seeing maybe yeah. this, maybe this woman earned well, it. And also, know. also, this wasn't during her report. This is the, and this happens every day. This is uh, a tattletale situation. Yeah, they're jockeying for position to try to for get their fucking quotes because that is their job. And there is a hierarchy amongst the people. You know, it's it's what it's how long you've been covering the team. It's what publication you work for. So like if you're the if you're a radio guy, but you're not but you're not um, the radio guy that's got the team that's on the station that has the team's game, you're going to wait. You get your shit last. That's right. You know, it's, it's just how it works. So this chick probably was a fucking cunt. And this chick's trying to do her job. Marley Rivera. Let's listen. Now if she's just, oh, the look on the look on the other chick's face is great. Now if she had just said she was mostly about, speaking about Spanish. Was, like, 
How about it was like so muffled and hard to understand. Yes. All of a sudden, everything quieted down, and she's like, "What a fuck!" She turned fuck. right towards the camera. It's great. I just need to see. Oh, and this chick's like making a face to the camera. I think. How you call me? Did you record it? Did you record it? I wasn't talking about you. I wasn't talking about you. Don't go back on it. Oh, see, maybe she's at fault because yeah. you can't go back on it. ESPN are a bunch of fucking pussies. This is Disney at work. Pussies. They're being pussies right here. Like, it's you, your reporter is doing their job. And you, you know want, what? You want them to be a bulldog. Yes. You want them to be fighting for everything. Yes. And sometimes, you know, you don't want to see how the sausage gets made. I like how Aaron Judge is pretending not to notice what's going on. Yeah, he definitely went back in the clubhouse and he's like, oh, you should have heard these crazy chicks outside. Yeah. Oh, looks, I think she tries to apologize after. Oh, somebody give this lady a job. Well, maybe she can go. Maybe she can. um, I think I read her husband is somebody uh, like higher up in Major League Baseball. Oh, really? Oh, she'll be fine. Rivera. Marley Rivera. Sports writer. Um, Marley Rivera's fucking cunt. This vulgar comment wasn't Lundell. her first journey. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, so she's got a she's got a history. John Blundell, the Major League Baseball Vice President of Communications. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a big job. It might be. A, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, wait. Is yeah. that? Wait, yeah. is Rivera married to him or the woman she called? Oh, that that would make me. more sense. That yeah, would make more I sense. Think. And look, you could tell she's not because Phil Mushnick writes about it, and you could tell she's this Marley Rivera is not well liked. Last week, ESPN fired foul mouth. As hold on, no, it's it's the woman who got called that, yeah. and Rivera said she and John Blundell have had numerous disagreements over the years, oh, which he believes contributed to the incident yeah, blowing up the way it did. Yeah. ESPN fired foul-mouthed ethnicity-slinging field reporter Marley Rivera. Who wrote that? The Post? What is that? Yeah, it's a Post. Ethnicity? Yeah, ethnicity-slinging. That's not even... Those words don't go together. That's made up. For for a withering verbal attack on a rival Yankee Stadium reporter, also a female that was so vulgar it immediately came to Roger Goodell's attention for inclusion in the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, that's so dumb. What? He sa- well, he's saying that the that the Super Bowl halftime show was equally as vulgar. He's like trying to uh, make a metaphor there. Oh boy. This uh, is this is this yeah, is Rupert Murdoch yeah, at work here. Yes. They're really trying to drum it up. Well, look. I'm sure she'll land on her feet, but it, maybe she wasn't that nice of a person. Who knows? No. Yeah. Who knows? She did. She did call somebody a fucking cunt, but it's kind of funny. They're working. They're um, at work. They're they're working. They're yeah. jockeying for position. Yeah. Yeah. Um, an independent wrestler in Pomona, California, named Masada, attempted to blow a fireball against his opponent, Dirty Ron, in a death match. Instead, he set himself on fire and su- suffered significant burn injuries. And the, look, independent wrestling. Yeah. This is probably for like forty bucks. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, there's no money in this. This and, is like high school gym stuff, right? Yeah, it all happened at XPW Wrestling's Deathmatch event in Pomona, California, 
on April 22nd. Where's where's Pomona? It's like um, it's in the San Gabriel Valley. It's like kind of, um, you know, I is it is east, it by like the east Madonna of L.A.? Oh, no, 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 no. It's like east of L. It's like between L.A. and Riverside County, basically. It's okay. it's inland. It's not a place you want to go. Not not a like a high earner area where these wrestlers are getting paid. It's an older area, and you know what they're known for is their drag strip. Okay, that's what. Okay. That's all you need to know. Like like uh, big uh, Big Daddy Ross is racing this weekend out of Pomona. You got John Force is defending his title at Pomona Raceway. Oh. Video of the match. A no. They also have the the L.A. County Fair out there where there's often stabbings. A no holds barred contest where weapons were allowed shows Masada grabbed a flaming torch, poured a substance in his mouth. Oh, Ed, Dirty Ron, his uh, the guy he, that didn't he burn his face. Back on him? No, but he appears to be a juggalo. He's well, it could be stolen valor. His gimmick is having a clown face. He's I I don't want anyone to have disfiguring burns, but you know, in this showdown, who we're cheering for, of course, we we got the juggalo, Dirty Ron. Also, great name, Dirty Ron. Like, I do like that name, yes. Um, yeah, I saw the pictures. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, It's probably not gonna be good audio. Let me turn down a little bit here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he sucked. Look, this happened to my buddy Brian one time when he was doing a flaming. You did figured... he fight Dirty Ron? No, he didn't. He might have. He So what he did was he blew out the flame. And then and then when he inhaled the flame, he sucked the flame back onto his face. Yeah, but he, he didn't do the stop, drop and roll. He just, no, he did. Just... That's that's you figure if there's going to be a pyrotechnic, you got to have somebody there just in case strategy. Yeah, with with a blanket or possibly you, a fire extinguisher. Are you implying that independent wrestling is not a, a well thought out process? My buddy Brian, one time there, there used to be a thing. This might be a regional shot, but there was something called a flaming Dr. Pepper, which I believe I've was heard of it. Yeah, heard of it. it was like some it was something and Dr. Pepper. And then they would pour something really sweet to make it even sweeter yeah. than a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And then they would pour on top of it. They would finish it with a floater of 151 rum and then they would light it on fire. And then you do. And then when you would go to take the shot, the fire would go out. Well, my buddy Brian went to take one of these shots one time, and when he went to take the shot, he kind of missed his mouth, and it poured down the side of his face, and his whole face was on fire, for, but just like for a second. Then we just patted it out. This is at a bar, and it went out. So, you know, it's like we were more prepared than XPW wrestling. And how many wrestlings do we need? Yeah, there's enough. There, you, you can turn on TV, and you can... Yeah. You, you don't need independent wrestling. Yeah, like I've seen the wrestler, good movie, but the, these these independent, sad. yeah, these <laughs> barn shows are depressing. So sad. But, but you're saying you've seen the wrestler, and but like the whole point of that is to yeah. show how sad it all Very is. Sad. Very sad. Um, R.I.P. Well, he didn't die. He just has, no, he just he's just fucked up. He said, my face, my face is doing okay, yeah. but the rest of me is going to be a long recovery. Yeah. You know what? He's probably really happy because he's got one of those beards that he braids into a long braid. 
Yeah. That he's, he's, he's been, you could tell he's like been that growing guy that. From Cobra Kai. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. He's been, like the big dude. Yeah. He's been growing that for a long time. And so he's really happy that he can still have his, his long braided thing. All right. Let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tits, few voicemails here let's check in with the listeners hey um dolomite. with Hold the on. news that ed dolomite hey um with the news that aaron Rodgers has been traded or is going to be traded this that's week right. oh yeah that's right i've wanted wow. to check in real quick and find out if you guys think he will still be the only non-system oh, quarterback mm-hmm. Um, now that he is no longer playing in Green Bay, or if now Jordan Love will now be the only non-system quarterback now that he is the starter in Green Bay. Or will Aaron Rodgers remain a non-system quarterback in um, New York? I need to know. Hey, um, just want to encourage the listeners to check out the Stereo After Show on Friday nights on uh, the Stereo App. Well, the Stereo App. Yep. Um, typically, Brian co-hosts with me. We have a pretty good time. Uh, the second hour, we're bringing in a uh, Red Circle subscriber to co-host the second hour That's with right. me. So we're having a lot of fun out there. Um, good times are had. I would highly recommend everybody come out. And you should too. come out sometime. Yes, Do the absolutely. second hour with me. Absolutely. It'd be a great time. Pretty late. Um, we had a lot of fun, have some cocktails, and uh, typically we uh, are unable to post a show because of oversharing. So, top, top. Um, just yeah. wanted to check in Chop real quick. Up. Hope all is well, boys, and uh, talk to you soon. Bye. He, so uh, let me explain it. You know how Dolomite's always got beefs with people online? He's got. Yeah, it feels like a targeted shot at it somebody. Is, it is. I'll explain it to you. And because I don't 100% get it. He, he, so remember, and we, we had a peace summit here. On the show between he and Telly Two Putt. This is a Telly situation. No, it wasn't. But I'm just, I'm just listing. Right. I'm listing Dolomite's many, many. Well, he uh, bullied Ish. Yeah. He, well, he bullied Ish, and that was confirmed this week actually by guitar player Chris, who said yes. In fact, it was Dolomite who primarily bullied our number one fan Ish off he used of to quote us. Yeah, he used to quote us, send us quotes that we said. Every week, and that was very nice. It was he was like a, he, there were like analog clips that we'd get from our buddy Ish, nice guy, fan of us. So and then, then remember, um, Dolomite had that beef with Telly that I think stemmed from it had to do with Xbox with golf. Live Golf. Yeah, yeah. And we we were able to um, we were able to come to a meeting of the minds then with really with really a powerful episode of the Ball Lifestyle podcast where Telly was actually somewhat um, coherent 
unlike the uh, episode uh, 468, The Last Dragon. And there was they were able to come back together, but then Dolomite immediately um, sullied that 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 what was a precarious peace between them. Since then, he's I believe he's in now had a beef with our uh, friend of the show and listener and uh, good buddy Jay Thousand Steps. Jay Thousand Steps and Dolomite are no longer on speaking terms. And now this one, I happen to know he had a beef with his buddy um, AC in the 715, who's a who's a Green Bay fan and says that um, Aaron Rodgers is the only non-system quarterback in the NFL, which is sort of preposterous, but not something to like get in a fight about, right? It, it's, it, yes, agreed. Yeah, yes. It's a preposterous right. statement because yeah. every quarterback, it depends on their it's situation. Yeah, it's a system situation, you know? It's like, I, yeah. like Mahomes, I think, will be the greatest quarterback great. of all time. Mm-hmm. But I could see the Redskins slash commanders fucking that career up. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you know can, what I mean? Like, he's yeah. so great, but like, yeah. I can certainly see my shitty team fucking him up. Oh, no. You get to the wrong. Look, look, look. How about when the, um, how about every time the 49ers would have a backup quarterback fill in for, uh, either, um, Steve Young or Joe Montana? And then they'd become a free agent, and all of a sudden, Elvis Gerback. yeah, Elvis Gerback or Steve Bono is the quarterback of your team, and you're like, well, we're gonna do it. We got their good guy. You know, he couldn't he couldn't crack the lineup because he wasn't as good as the other guy. Yeah, it turns out it was the West Coast offense, buddy. It was it was throwing a Tom Rathman out of the backfield. It was Jerry Rice up the right. sideline, John Taylor <laughs> over the middle. It was it was uh, what is it, Bubba Tyler? <laughs> what, who's the Wendell Tyler. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, de- it definitely depends on the system. Now, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's dealing with some stuff. He's, he had a nice run. I'll tell you what he's dealing with. He's dealing with a new, new PR push. I'm watching the Knicks and Rangers in back-to-back nights, yeah. and he's prominently there. Yeah. They cu- cut to him every commercial break. And it's like, Jesus, yeah. how about, how about that time? Well, how about that time when he's like, I'm growing my hair out for a, a uh, yeah. cr- the craziest. We'll find out the reason. Yeah. And then it was for, it was so he could be John Wick for Halloween. Like, yeah, buddy. Right. Nobody cares about your Halloween costume. You know, like it's just for a year. He's a year prepping. He grew that hair out. So, hey, good for him. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And also, Ed, you should go on the stereo show with Dola. I, but. My problem is so it's Friday night. Yeah. Last Friday. Yeah. I, tuned I in. thought in my head. I thought in my head, I go, yeah, maybe tonight I'll, I'll, I'll try to join that show because you explained to me that like, once I join, you could let me in or whatever it was. I was like, maybe I'll do that. And then, uh, my buddy at five o'clock was like, Hey, we're having some, uh, rooftop beers. Oh, that's nice. And, uh, that sounds great. And then, by about six thirty, I was yeah. like, "Oh, there's no fucking way I'm waiting around for that show." Yeah, no, there was one time. There was one time I was on it, and it was uh, it was me, Dola, and Jeannie Bueller, all three of us. And you know, Jeannie Bueller's downstairs, I'm upstairs, and uh, we're doing the little show thing. And I I get a little sleepy, and mm-hmm. I, I just nodded. I, I was like, um, I was like, you know, I was like, I was like Lou Reed in his heyday on stage, just. <laughs> going out you know i just 
they lost me. It gets, gets pretty late at night. People drink, but it's fun to do. And it's, and it's a great way to interact with the people that are hardcore with the show. Super Lee shows up and 906. Yeah, uh, I would Mateo. like that. But, great guys. If I'm having rooftop beers at oh, yeah. five o'clock, yeah. I can't make it till 10 o'clock. Oh yeah. Like, or, or 11. No. Like this week it started at 11. So your yeah, time. This, yeah. I, I'm, I'm winding down. I can't, I can't be interacting oh, no, at that I, point. No, I totally agree. Okay. Here's another, thank you for that, Dola. We love you, buddy. Here's another one. Hey, bowlers. This is Brad in New York oh. or Florida. Oh. Now is where I reside. The legend, the legend. Of, coming in to be coronated and, and yeah. take, take his, get his love from the audience. After that song, I was thinking, well, if he's Brad in New York, if it's New York City, yeah. I'd like to go buy him a beer. I know. Yeah. And then I was just thinking about that, and now I hear he's he's left the area. Yeah, he's he's down. He's up stakes, moved down to be closer to family in uh, in Florida. Gotcha. Um, I am calling um, to let you know about a newfound passion of mine. Uh-oh. I um, recently, and I noticed you brought it up on the show the last few weeks, just here and there in spots, but. I started watching WWE again. Oh, uh, wow, I stopped nobody. watching, you know, with like the Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan back in the day. Um, a little bit after that era. Is he? Is he? Is he fighting? Is, a, is, a does, he, does he have an animal? There's something going on in, in his, the background. Does he have an animal in his vehicle? I don't. Is he or, at an or, independent wrestling thing, and somebody's just set themselves yes, on fire? Could be. Is he in a car wash? possible there's some there's some type of noise in the back remember yes. remember david bray called in one time and we could hear his windshield wipers or his turn signal or something going the whole time <laughs> yeah the turn signal yeah um and i really could not recommend it anymore it is really 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 good nowadays on, and um something i think if you gave it a try like a legitimate try of watching an episode of mm-hmm either SmackDown or Raw Stop. or whatever, I think you would really get it. Imagine saying, imagine or thinking to yourself, ah, what time? oh, is it 7 o'clock? I got to throw on SmackDown. SmackDown's coming imagine, on right now. Imagine building up the type of goodwill Brad has just done. Yeah, I know. Like, he's yeah. already created yeah. our theme, the yes. closing theme song. It's, yes. I he's, mean, he's, the Manuel and Gardenia. Yeah, he's created so many things that are like who's that loud comer? Yes, and then he adds this gem last week, and he's like, yes. "Oh, everybody's singing my praises. They're giving me my flowers." Let's see if I can fuck that up. Yeah, he's here taking his victory lap, and he's like, "You guys gotta watch Raw." What? <laughs> I I was talking to, I was talking to somebody tonight, and they're like, "Hey, are uh, you caught up on Succession?" And I'm like, "I'm three episodes behind." And I go, "Honestly, I don't know if I'll. I think I'm good." Like I got it. I got what I needed out of that show. It's, you know, spoiler alert. Oh, don't I, say that to I, people. I don't know what it's happened three weeks ago. Like it's like, like I, I'm, but I'm annoyed by it. Some shows yeah, I like yeah. just being a season behind. Yeah. I like just waiting. Yeah, no, and that's then, true. You know what? You're right because you know what? Bleep that out. Can you believe that out? I don't it's, know. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. People. No, I, I like to wait. You know what? I'm, I'm, I, I happen to be current this yes, this yes. time because yeah. I was you're in sh- Germany and everybody's like, "Oh my yeah. God, what just happened?" And so yeah, you I, know I, what? You're shaming I, me, and you're right. You're right to shame me for that because I um I still 
I don't have A and E or AMC or whatever Better Call Saul was on. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how the last season ended. And I had to fucking like duck, dive and dodge to get out of the way of all the spoilers. And I'm just waiting for them to drop that final season on flicks so I can see how Better Call Saul ended up. It was one of my favorite shows. That said, Better Call Saul is an infinitely better show than Succession. Succession, I'll say it. I'll say it right now. It peaked at season two. The end of season two was as good as that show was going to get. Season three was boring until the very last episode, which was very good. The last episode was very good. So good. I think the season has been good for me, but... At the yes. same time, the, the the problem with this show. So, yes. like, if you watch a show like The Wire, great show, and there are so Slower. many different angles, yeah. but there's so many different people you cheer for. Yeah. Whether it's Dookie, yeah. or you know, like, or, or like different. You you yeah. like some criminals. You yeah. like you like some of the cops. Yeah. You like Bunk. Yeah, you know whoever it is. Yeah, this show, everyone's a fucking asshole yeah. except for Cousin Greg. Yeah. But yeah. But he's kind of annoying too. I'm a I'm a Tom's Tom Wamsgrass guy. Oh, he's that's, that's he's, my guy. He, they give him all the comedy. funny lines. He's he's comedy, but he's a douche. Yeah, I mean Kendall's the worst, right? We hate Kendall. And yeah. look, and look well, that rapping. Yeah. So Michelle yeah. is just Michelle is just like watching it, and maybe that's season two. Yeah. And I'm walking through the room, yeah. and it's the the rap scene, and it's yeah. it's a tough watch. It is. It is tough. Uh, and Roman's going through something now, you know, he's in a position now where maybe he could be himself and just let the world know, Hey, right. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm Aaron Rodgers over here. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be myself. Let's hear more. Let's hear more about what, uh, Brad formerly in New York now in Florida and now thinks, thinks about WWE. And here's the thing. So Brad in New York, he's our age or. He's in his forties. If he's if he's telling us he used no, to watch he's, Ultimate yeah, Warrior, he's talking about Ultimate Warrior. So yeah, yeah, that's that's around the time when it was okay to watch pro Into wrestling. It, you guys, because it's really no, good. And no. now that we're a little bit older, like it doesn't even matter if it's quote unquote fake or not. Like some of the athleticism is just incredible. Um, and another recommendation. They're very. I, I will say this: they're they're very athletic bodybuilders, which is why yes. they die. Because they hit their head on a lot of things, which is, and that's why they die at forty-two pretty consistently. You know, you it's, they're great athletes. I am still curious about that sound. Like, is he at like the Parrot Jungle, oh. and there's there's some uh, there's something like cawing? Like, what's that noise? I, it is weird. Yeah, and well, he is in Florida, so hear me out. That's why I said the Parrot Jungle. Yeah, I don't know could if he's be in South Florida. Yeah, but. could be. Could possibly be an anaconda in, in oh. this vehicle with him. Uh, now, I don't, it doesn't seem like that's Brad's sort of thing, but you never know. It's, you know, you, you move to a place and you uh, adopt their habits very quickly. Maybe he, he's, he's got a pet Komodo dragon sitting shotgun with him in the car. Yeah. Have is, I just finished up watching one of the best things that I've watched in a really long time, which is a Netflix. Um, sort of a docudrama or whatever you want to call it on Pablo Escobar. It's from years ago, Uh but it's just really good and it takes you through his entire life and everything that um, kind of happened with him from when he was a kid up until the day he was killed and um, all the crazy things that he did 
and it's way better than it's is is someone bound? Is he talking? To- <laughs> Somebody <laughs> chewing through their yeah. <laughs> wait, is he wait? Is he talking about um, Narcos? No, I don't think so. I think I don't think so. Hold on, the Narcos. If you guys saw that, no. oh, um, he's it's saying it's different than El Narcos. Patron he's... del Mal, oh, uh-huh. and it's all in Spanish subtitles. The boss of the it's, beach I think from like twenty four. The father of the beach. But it's really good and extremely well done. It's long, but. If you're into that subject of like what made this guy the cocaine kingpin of the world, um, and seeing all the crazy stuff he does and how horrible he was in certain ways and yeah. in a lot of ways, obviously, it was oh, horrible. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a really good watch. So okay. I just wanted to tell you ballers about that. I'm into that shit. And, uh, I'm into that. For Ryan, thank it's better you for than playing the song yeah. for the Who Died That's song. That's going to be a no for me, Doug. I think yeah, it turned out pretty good. And, um, really if you guys good. ever need any other songs, let me know. We do. We, yeah. And, uh, that's about it. Later, guys. Okay. Love you, buddy. We still love you, but uh, I'm just going to I'm gonna choose to think that you just recommended the Escobar thing. Great guy. Uh, okay. Rather than the wrestling. Yeah. 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 Come on. I mean, <laughs> is he kidding? Like, it's <laughs> I mean, it's a soap opera about tanned bodybuilders <laughs> and they what? And they get greased up and they hit each other oh, with and chairs. Now, and now uh, Vince McMahon is he it's, back? Yeah. He's, he's got that the 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 yeah. He looks like Kiwi like, shoe polish. Yeah, he looks like Snively Whiplash over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the mustache, Ter- terrifying. Yeah, no, I can't support him in any way. And look, look, if I was going to find my way back to wrestling after age eleven, I think I would have done it by now. But I appreciate it, Brad. We know you. <laughs> you know we love you. And yeah, it wouldn't hurt if you to explain what that noise was. Yes, we. <laughs> that is. Something I would very much like to know as well. Here's another one. And it's Brad again. Oh, Brad. One other thing oh, we're doing I, the two messages thing again, are we? Everybody's doing it. Is yeah. that if you guys actually do a Vegas meetup, oh. you can count me in oh. 1,000%. Brad's a degenerate gambler, so that do, that doesn't surprise me at all. He, he was, You know, I called him out last week on his baseball picks, and then he sh- sent me screenshots of the app, and he's been killing it. So... I, okay. We might have to have him on to give us some picks. We could do like okay, a, I'd we, be up for that. Yeah, I know we could do like a weekly or I don't know. It'd be it's it's hard because the show goes out the day after. You know, it's not for like a live thing. Betting, betting baseball, yeah. Don't you you mostly bet the starting pitchers? Yeah, that's what I always thought. But he's uh, he's got his own system. I don't. So I won't ask him to give away his system. But if he wants to, I mean, he could just call in with some picks if he wants. But. uh that's up to him. Let's see what he's, he's talking about Vegas now, though. As long as it's not one of my kids' birthdays or my oh, yeah. wife's birthday or Mother's Day or something yeah. like that, yep. I will be there 100%. We could bet on baseball, football, at the casino. It'll be phenomenal. And uh, play some table games yeah. and hang out. I would love nothing more. I think what you need to do okay. is take a poll of your audience yep. somehow Ask them if they'd be interested in this to send an email in or something like that and get it going. I think it would be freaking amazing. So Ed, there's been a, there is becoming and I've had nothing to do with this. There is becoming a ground swell of support for some type of a show meetup. And wow. Vegas has been suggested. And I don't know about that because it's like a, there's a little too much going on in Vegas. But just this week. Dear, dear friend of the show. I mean, one of one of the um, great 
champions of the Baller Lifestyle podcast, if I'm being honest, our buddy Mike Churches. He is oh, he's great, Mike. A great guy. He is he is down in Austin. He's got a business down there in Austin. And he's like, if you guys wanted to do a centrally located meetup, he's like, Austin is the perfect place to do it. And I would help you set set something up here. So that's mod bikes. Yes, with his mod bikes. That's that's I actually was I actually texted him because I saw he owns Mod Bikes, which is a, which is an e-bike company based out of the best e-bikes made, by the way, based out of uh, Austin, Texas. And I was driving through Laguna Beach with my daughter the other day, and I drove by and I saw the sidecar version of one of his Mod Bikes, and I'm like, "Holy shit! He's got he's come from Austin. Now he rules Laguna Beach." So I took a picture of one of his bikes and texted it to him, and that's when he brought up, "Hey, if you want to do something, do it out here." because I would love to have you. And and he's done so much for us throughout the years. He He's a great, great. guy. So uh, great dude. I'm open to that as well. Um, okay, here's another one. Hey, guys. Drew in Phoenix here. Oh, Drew in Phoenix. I'm usually an emailer, as you know, but I didn't feel like writing a college thesis paper this week, so I just decided to call. Uh, I'll get right into it. So I watched a documentary that recently came out on Netflix. I'm not sure if either of you have seen it. It's called American Manhunt. It's about the Boston Marathon bombing. Oh, I haven't seen it. I personally renamed it, How Many Cops Does It Take to Screw in a Light Bulb? Oh, this is a... Uh, So most of the people interviewed were cops or FBI agents, and it was just absolutely baffling the way that they bragged about their incompetence. So I haven't seen this one, but I do know the general idea. Like, I would like to check that out. Yeah, well, didn't... And they're Boston cops, too. didn't Didn't they have a handler? Like, they were known much like... Much like every single "quote unquote" terrorist that's been caught oh, since nine eleven, they're known to, at the very least, and more likely encouraged and enabled by federal law enforcement agencies. Like that's how these guys get what they need to do to get their to to do their crimes. I uh, this reminds me. I haven't seen the Boston one. I'll probably watch it. I did watch the Waco one. And that was like a just textbook example of horrible policing, terrible planning, just absolutely doing everything wrong. Too many agencies involved, not being aware of the the landscape of the situation, the armament of the bad guys, quote unquote bad guys. I mean, just a shit show all the way around. And then many, many people died because they may or may not have burned them alive. I don't know if the, I don't know if that what happens in the Boston one, but it sounds pretty similar. I wanted yeah, to get some I'm of the highlights yeah. of the final encounter. Um, oh, okay. So these cops explain how they found the brothers in this small town that's super densely populated. It's like forty thousand people in this tiny town. Uh, and during a two hundred versus two firefight, it was legitimately <laughs> two hundred cops against the two terrorists. One of the cops decided to just put some sort of weight on the gas of his police cruiser and launch it in the direction of the terrorists and all the surrounding houses. Uh, they finally incapacitate the older brother, and then simultaneously all 200 cops forget that there's another one. So he just gets into the car, uh, runs his brother over with an SUV. I remember this. And yeah, the, then... Yeah. yeah. The, one, the one brother killed the other brother. Yeah, like trying to get away. He ran over his head. Yeah, trying to get... So the one brother, yeah, and yeah, also yeah. the one brother was like the college student. Like he was not a trained 
terrorist. Right. He was going along for the ride with his brother, who yeah. was like the angrier dude. Yeah. So like this was a manhunt for like just a dopey college kid. Yeah, exactly. And then he was hiding in that boat. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's backyard. Parked the car yeah. like 50 yards away, but somehow they'd already lost him. Yeah. During this time, they fired over 200 shots at the car and missed all of them, but they did manage to hit a ton of houses, little kids' rooms. Luckily, they didn't hit any kids or any people in the houses, but Jesus Christ, come on. Um, so after five days of looking for the younger brother, uh, they call off the hunt, and of course, he's in the bloody boat that's on the side of someone's house in the area they've been looking and scanning for five days. <laughs> Um, and they wanted to get him alive for questioning, but since tons of cops from surrounding cities, vigilante cops came without being oh, asked. Yeah, yeah. They all opened fire on the boat too. Yeah. Cause cops want to want, they want to use their sticks and so, or their guns. And so if they're, if they see some copping to be done in a neighboring city, they're going to come with their stick and their gun. Cause they love doing that. Um, yeah, that's, of course yeah, they, that's why they signed up. Well, that's right. So they were able to take them alive. But I found it super interesting that so many people have probably called these cops heroes over the past 10 years that they thought it was a good idea yeah. to share these ridiculous details. Yeah. Oh, uh, now I got to watch probably it. probably should have gone to the grave with. I'm not <laughs> sure if either of you have seen it, but uh, it was yeah. insane. No, I'm I watching suggest it. watching it because that was like five minutes of the documentary out of three hour-long episodes. I'm going to yeah. check it out. Yeah, for I, sure. I got it. That's a, that's a good recommendation now, but now the one, the brother's still alive, right? They didn't, they didn't like quickly dispatch him before he started talking to any press like they did with Timothy McVeigh. Right. Like he's, he's, yeah. he's still kicking, you know, like he's around. He's still around. How about, how about, uh, how about McVeigh? Yeah. We're like, uh, I don't know who it was, but it was definitely Brown people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We so we we've, we've got three hundred reports of the uh, yeah. brown people yeah. driving a van. Yeah. It's like no. no, that guy's the whitest dude yeah. you've ever seen. White dude, yeah, probably had some help, but you know, it's he's not around to tell us who who, <laughs> who gave him the lessons. Uh, okay, here's another one. Thanks for that, Drew. Hey, ballers, what's up, Brian and Ed? Oh, Steven Dave, for work. Dave. Hey, uh. Flight attendants, you guys are way off. I don't. Am I the only one that eats up this information about how the flight, how the I airlines like work? I, I like it. I loved. I loved last week where you straighten us out. Like the guy who has the hardest job is it's me. me. <laughs> the game agent. Because <laughs> I'm, t- I'm talking about the the plight of the poor flight attendant who doesn't yeah, get paid till the plane takes off. We were just we we're mainly just saying fuck off yeah. to the Blue Jay yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. She, he's like, oh, they don't got it that bad. <laughs> I think this might be more of that. Let's see. Those guys, they, they make a lot of money. Oh. Starting flight attendants at Delta make about, right off the street, uh, no seniority, make about $33, $33 an hour. Okay. And then once plus, you hit plus 10 and overtime. A half years, yeah. you top out, whether meaning, you know, you have 10 and a half years or 30 years, you make the same. They make about 58 bucks an hour. Yeah. So they make good freaking money, all right? They make really, really good money. Like I said, starting over $30 an hour just to be hired, and then they can make as much as uh, really senior or leads, whatever. But they average 55 bucks, most of them, over $50 an hour. So no $16 an hour there. Hey, that new song? Oh, yeah. um, Brad in Florida. Give Me Who's Dead is freaking fabulous. It's great. So shit can that um, that old name. Oh, hold on. uh, Hang on. That's a great song. uh, 
Foghorn Leghorns bullshit song. Yeah. The other one. That's a hard felt song. Um, we got both. It's, it's fantastic work. It's really the, good. Uh, the new gentleman who did the, I wish I had the skills oh, yeah. or the, uh, the electronics to do who did steroids or not. Oh, it yeah. Be a great song, but oh, you want a who did anyway, steroids song? That's the update on the flight attendants. All right, guys. Take care. See ya. I mean, I'm in. I'm in. I'm sure Brad in New York can come up with a who did steroids song. But the but, yeah, but the problem with that is the answer is all of them. How many segments are we yeah, doing? Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it could just be all say. Well, we have Loudcomer. We don't do Loudcomer every week. We're not going to. We don't have to do two. We did. are going to do. Yeah. We do have an, a prominent Loudcomer story coming I up. I can't wait. So exciting. Okay. One final email here. As far as I know. Hey guys, Super Lee oh, here. Super Just want to say, hope you guys are having a great spring. Yeah. Um, really appreciate the bonus Bry with all the commercials. Oh, you're um, welcome. Bry, you're I, welcome. I think you got it all wrong, Bry. I know some people are bitch made. I know you probably have yep. a commercial in the middle of this voicemail, even to make more money. And I'm all for that. Of course, because yep. I hear those commercials. All I hear is ka-ching, ka-ching, That's ka-ching. Right. Money going into your guys' pocket, That's and right. I'm all for that. You guys do so much for us, providing entertainment, inspiration, life advice. Jeez, the least we do is listen to a voice, or listen to a commercial, or press the fast forward button and skip ahead thirty seconds. Whatever the people want to do, <laughs> the last thing you ever do is bitch about it. Right? We should just be thankful. That's right. Speaking of which, I have been racking my brain trying to figure out how my dear friend Kyle and Scotty could think I have anything but anything of ill will towards. That's them. Right. Love that guy. They're both great guys. I, I don't know where the misunderstanding misunderstanding took place. Perhaps you did not hear all the, all the commentary or whatever. Kyle, I love you, buddy. I think you're awesome. You want to come to town, go see the Gopher Badger game? I'll bring you the game. You sit next to me. You bring some PBRs or some highlights? I'm down with you. I got the tickets, man. Yeah. I have the same thing I told uh, our good friend, uh, Mark Nomad. You guys yeah. come to town? I got, you, I got you guys covered. Someone else you had beef with. I, I don't like your school, Kyle, if that is your school. But that's nothing against you. And so uh, – yeah. I hope you don't take it that way because uh, you're awesome, dude. Yeah. You are awesome. You and I would definitely get along. Of course. Drink some beers. And I, I have to assume the reason you haven't called in recently is not because of any ill will towards me, but more likely because it, it's planning season. You know, you got to get the field in, field in shape, and I get that. So oh, yeah. love you all. Stu, you're the man. Erica, what up, girl? Doe, I'm glad you're feeling better. Okay. Stay good. Ed, love you too. Oh, Ryan, you're the man. Talk to you guys later. Oh, love you all. Big love Super Lee, just a fantastic dude. So many good people in in the world. Uh, okay, couple or one email here. I'm about 40 minutes through the latest episode, so if you already talked about this, apologies. I started watching Love and Death on HBO. All I can think the whole time is how unrealistic it is for a hundred pounds overweight Jesse Plemons to be railing on the absolute dime Elizabeth Olsen. I might have to stop watching the show, so it's un- it's so unbelievable. Also, it's supposedly based on a true story, and these two nerds <laughs> that they are playing in real life came up with an affair contract and rules. I don't know anything about the show. I also have a hard time with that one. The life they lived, if true, in the show is pretty out there. The person Elizabeth Olsen is playing even makes lunch for them to eat before they do the dirty. I know it's rural Texas, but this is so far-fetched. I would love for you guys to break down the show. I know you would have thoughts. I know Ed passes a resemblance to a young Jesse Plemons, 
but he does not look like this version, but he gets to film sex scenes with Elizabeth Olsen. So there is that. Take care, fellas. That is from our dear friend, Matthew Richards. I don't like I've seen this is on Netflix. I've seen I've, the icon. But I, don't I think know it's HBO. Oh, it's HBO, HBO but yeah. but but I I I've seen yeah I've seen like a trailer. I saw Elizabeth Olsen interviewed, and there was like a clip of it. Yeah, and Jesse Plemons is great. Is, is is a great actor, but he is like especially large right now in this this yeah. role. Yeah, but I will say, yeah, he's he's married, has a child with with yeah. Dunst, Dunst, so like he does yeah. he, does he does do pretty well for his he's, you know yeah. unimpressive. Yeah. Frame. Manny may not recall this, but I became personal friends with Jesse Plemons, maybe like, uh, I think it was like around October, November. Um, delightful guy, likes to have a few like me. And I can attest that I, when I hung out with him, not, um, no, carrying no extra weight that I could tell. He looked, he looked trim, fit, delightful wow. person. Yeah, very nice guy. And uh, I'm I'm in. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know anything about this show, but I could tell you one thing's for sure. Jesse Plemons is great in it because he's fucking great in everything. Yeah. The guy's a fantastic fucking actor. He's never been bad in anything. In, ever seen him in Game Night? Like oh, a great, comedy? great movie. He's amazing. I just watched as that a couple weeks neighbor. ago. Yeah, as a creepy movie. He's fantastic. He's so good in that. He's like just like standing there petting his cat or his dog and staring at them. Yes, he's so good. He, I mean, the guy's amazing in everything. Even that weird movie where um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch liked to take nude, like swim oh, nude yeah. in the mud pit with his what dick was out. Up with that movie, it was a little weird. It was he was pretty creepy. He got his. I won't spoil that one. Um, oh, somebody, hold on. Somebody just DM'd me, and I thought it was kind of nice. Hold on. Jim. This is from our buddy Jim. I love your podcast. No good alternative names for vagina. I agree. I, creeps me out even saying it. The Astros may have cheated, but I'm pretty sure the Dodgers did too, and the Red Sox and the Yankees. Altuve didn't cheat. Oh, come on, buddy. Please, oh, we all know that. Please don't hand out a disease to my hometown squad. Well, we we <laughs> determined last week. David Bray determined that it could they could just get Peyronies. They're super talented, and no one wants to hear about where Katie Shady is going to plan where to take a crap. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Later, Bry. Wait a second. Did she talk about that? I think we we're talking about because she's a real estate agent, and oh, yes, she's got to yes, be out yes, on the yes. road all the time. I don't think she was as I don't think she was very graphic about it, but it seems to ring a bell. Uh, okay, appreciate all the love. We love hearing from you guys. Let's talk some things that are not in fact sports. Well, it's time, it's time for now sports, now sports segment, segment, the baller lifestyle podcast. Now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Ed, what is going on in the world of things that are not sports? Uh, we lost a few. Iconic. The uh, singer slash civil rights icon, oh, yeah. iconic Calypso icon, music. Harry Belafonte. Yep. 
Yeah, like uh, the banana. What is it? The banana boat song? Yeah. What is it called? Yeah. Um, but but he was huge in civil rights. Like he was, was like Martin Luther King's buddy, and like he was the guy that rallied all the celebrities to go to the march on Washington yep. and all that. Sweet. Yeah, he was a big time. Ninety six years old. Good long life. True icon. Um, lived it. Walked the walk. Great musician, actor, activist. Really did it all. Great yeah, life. Legend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The uh, former mayor of Cincinnati yeah. who paid for a hooker with personal checks that's and right. didn't bounce. $25 check bounce. Caught. I think that's how Oof. he got caught. Yeah. The check. Jerry Springer dead at 79. RIP. So the um, a couple couple notes on Jerry Springer um, seemed like a real good guy. Like seemed, yeah, he seemed nice. Also, the pancreatic got him, I believe. So that's uh, you don't want you know, that's the death sentence. You're not, you're not brutal. Somehow Aretha Franklin hung on like six, seven years after that Patriot pancreatic diagnosis. Um, my girlfriend told me she, when we discussed the, um, the death of Jerry Springer, she said he, she met him one time after his show in Chicago. And I'm paraphrasing, but she said, um, his breath could knock a buzzard off a shit wagon. Mm. And, and I, I have my own issue with, Jerry Springer, who I loved, but I'll tell you, he used to have this guest that I liked as a teen. Me and my friends would be sitting there stoned after school watching, watching uh, Jerry Springer, and he had this he had this guest who the the great Reverend Bud Green, who was a marijuana Show activist. Five one three seven two one. Here's one of his appearances. Three four eight three. Okay. Okay, I have a question for Reverend Bud and his merry men. Um, when you're stealing from the rich, is do you use any type of weapons you if forget, someone was to come between you and you, the stealing? You forget about the, the harm questions from the audience back then. This I is Bud Green. Store, when I go into the store, I might buy some merchandise in a shopping center. Now, what I'm gonna buy Bud Green, what I'm gonna he was a reverend of the like Church of Weed, and he would come on the show and like here, here he's advocating. Oh, I remember this dude. Yeah, he's advocating for civil disobedience, and then at some point, at some point, he would. He's got a weed leaf on his shirt. He's got a lighter in his hand. We know what he's about to do. He's about to. He's about to produce a joint, and Jerry Springer would be like, "We've searched you." We know that, you know, you're not going to light up a joint this time. It's very much a wrestling heel move. And then what would he do? My word to God. And no, God has said no. to worship the oh, Lord. Takes out the joint. Jerry Springer's trying to stop him from lighting the joint. You call yourself a reverend. You ought to be shot in the back yourself. That's right. It's, there's high drama. Okay. And I would always love Bud Green's appearances. And then one time, one time, uh, Rolling Stone magazine, I believe it was, might have been Vanity Fair, did a did a long form story about the Jerry Springer show. And was he a plant? Yes. It was, it was a loss of innocence. I came to learn that my hero, the great Reverend Bud Green, who would always light up a joint on the show was actually a producer on the Jerry Springer show. And it was just, it was just a made, there was no Reverend Bud Green. It was just this dude. And he would just come out there and do this character on the show. And I, I'll be honest. I never forgave Jerry for that. I never did. Never, never, never meet nor read about your yeah, heroes. That's right. That's right. He fucked me over on the whole Reverend Bud Green thing. But R.I.P. Jerry Springer. He had a good run. Uh, oh, oh one more thing. Mm -hmm. One time I was in 
I was in Chicago, not to like name drop. I don't know any of these people. I just happened to be in the room. I was, uh, one time I was in the city of Chicago and I was eating dinner at Gibson's famous steakhouse in Chicago. And there was like, there were like famous people around like Alex Rodriguez was there. And it was like, you know, it's just like a place that people go when they're in Chicago. So it wasn't like, you know, it's not, it's not uncommon to see celebrities in a place like that. And there were people in there and all of a sudden, Steve, the security guard from the Jerry Springer show, walked in to have dinner, and the fucking whole restaurant lost their shit. Every didn't he have yeah. his own show? Yes, eventually? yes. This was before he had his own show. He was still just a security guard, and everybody came up. Steve Wilkos, and everybody's like, "Hey, Steve!" Like Pat buying him drinks. Like I have never seen anybody get the star treatment like I saw the great Steve Wilkos from the Jerry Springer show receive. At Gibson's in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, that's pretty. That's yeah. a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, my uh, going to steakhouses in in New York City. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. I would see celebrities, and my buddy had the best move. Um, there, the show used to be Cudlow and Kramer. Jim Kramer oh, yeah. has had his own oh, show yeah. forever. Oh yeah. And Jim yeah. Kramer walked in, and he was he was like mouthing off to somebody, and my buddy just stood up and goes. Sit down, Cudlow. When he knew it was Jim Kramer, and he was he was demoralized. It's my it's the proudest I've ever been to my friend. Oh, that's great! I love Sit Jim down, Kramer because I love Jim Kramer because he's always wrong, and he's always he's he's like he's like when Mike Carey was was the uh, rules official yeah, okay. on CBS. No, always gonna overturn wrong. this call. Yeah. Over they're going to overturn. Nope, the play stands. Uh, R.I.P. Christina Ashton Gorkani, yeah. Kim Kardashian lookalike and OnlyFans model. She was 34. What got her? Suicide. Mm. It's got to be. Suicide. I, I assume. I assume she realized she was never going to be Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And look, with, like, we're done with the Kardashians, right? We're done with the Kardashian look, right? Like it's. I hope so. Yes. Oh, oh, here we go. I'm going to tell you right now. We're going to tell you what happened. Hold on. There's going to. Or did she get like uh, Kanye West mom uh, yeah, plastic much, surgery? Too much plastic surgery. Chilling detail and final Instagram post of Kim Kardashian lookalike. Imagine that being your gig. I mean, it's one thing to be the fake Clay Thompson. That guy's awesome. But a right. Kim Kardashian lookalike? That's just sad. Well, remember, you can't even be big boss man. Right. Yeah. You get kicked out of SoFi Stadium. An OnlyFans model who spent thousands to look like Kim Kardashian shared a positive message for her Instagram followers just days before. Oh, Ed, you're right. Just days before she died in hospital after an ill-fated cosmetic surgery procedure. Christina Ashkin, Ashton Gorkani died in a California hospital in the early hours of April 20th after going into cardiac arrest. Oh, wait. Is, oh, no, this is Lizzo. I'm looking at the pictures. I'm like, this chick does not look like <laughs> Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh, she. Oh, my God. She's got it. She looks just like her. She it, looks a lot like her because guess what? The Kardashians look fake. Yes. I mean, she got the she went and got this is like that dude that wanted to look like a Ken doll. Like right. he, she went and got the face, but she went, oh, way too big. Also, yeah. also, she's these selfies that she's doing, she's doing with an Android. So is she is she like the poor 
Kim Kardashian? Like, no. There's no. This is the dollar store Kim Kardashian. Yeah, no. Somebody, somebody um, sent me a video. Was it, was it Jay Stu? Somebody sent me a video of um, this comedian talking about how he gets he gets um, he gets discriminated more for having a um, for for having an Android phone than he does for being black. <laughs> and I was and I was watching in my car with my daughter, and she, um, I'm like, I watched the video, and I'm like, do you? Do any of your friends have Androids? And she's like, "What? No, Dad. I have standards. Proud of her. Yes. <laughs> it's it spans generations, which is happy to hear. R.I.P. Ashton G. You went way too big. You flew too close to the sun. Is the That's issue? Right. You know, you just you 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 had it going good, and you know it was just a little. It went a little too good. R.I.P. You had a good maybe, run. Maybe that's last surgery was like wow. Well, yeah. I need to have more tasteful breasts. These are just out of control. Yeah, so maybe she was going for a reduction. Yeah, they're pretty large. They're like comically, too big, comically giant. Yeah. She's like what a fifth grade boy would draw of like the ideal girl. Yeah. Like, yes, huge, this is too much giant ass. Oh, she's an Eagles fan. Giant ass mm. roots for the Eagles and is dead. R.I.P. Um, and this is yep. quite possibly the most opposite of R.I.P. Oh, yeah. We'll give a, a hearty fuck off to Carolyn Bryant, yeah. who the woman who accused Emmett Till of grabbing her. Yeah, I thought she just said he whistled at her. It was either that or, yeah. or he yeah. like yeah. he brushed against her yeah. hand or something. But yeah. her he, hayseed, yeah. her hayseed husband and all his yeah. racist friends yeah. went and uh, killed. It's uh, was he twelve? I think he was like fourteen. No, he was young. Yeah. And also and he was a boy yeah. and she got to live to 88 years old. Yeah. And I hope the end was painful for this. Yeah. Uh, this was this. in this was in the 50s that this happened. This wasn't in the 1850s. Not that it would have been OK then, but this wasn't that long ago. Right. That it, You could just fucking murder a kid. This is in Mississippi, right? Uh, yeah, he, he was from Chicago and I think yeah. he went down to Mississippi yeah. Yeah. and then they, he, the people keep shooting at the Emmett Till like memorial signs still to this yeah, day. That's great. Because, uh, Good job. Fuck, fuck off, Carolyn. Fuck off, yeah. Carolyn. Um, big news this weekend. A woman has a loud and full body orgasm as the LA, LA Philharmonic played Tchaikovsky. Now, hold on. I, this is this has been highly reported. I even saw that there's a third Fines brother, not Rafe, what or Joseph, but a third Fines brother. He's like he's like the Manning. Yes, Magna, Manning. Magnus Fines, who's a who's a composer, and I saw a tweet from him. He actually was there and witnessed the orgasm happen on Friday, April twenty eighth. The Los Angeles Philharmonic delivered a performance of Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony at L.A.'s Walt Disney oh, so Concert Hall. I was thinking maybe Nutcracker. That's the only Tchaikovsky I know uh, of. I know, but yeah. Uh, also at Walt Disney Concert Hall at the time, it sure sounded like a woman in the audience had what was has been described as a loud, full body orgasm. Molly Grant, an attendee of the performance who was seated near the person supposedly behind. The moment told 
the Los Angeles Times, every kind of well, this is this is written in India. Every kind of turn. Oh, every one kind this of is, turn to see. GBT. Yeah, t- turn to see what it's mostly it's because I can't read. Every one kind of turn to see what was happening. I saw the girl after it happened, and I assumed that she had an orgasm because she was heavily breathing and her partner was smiling and looking at her. Oh, they were doing. This is like some. Uh, this is like a, a, a swingers like sex told- act. This yeah. is like somebody, uh, Eiffel Tower, yeah. Mary. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, or he was diddling her. She's like, I just want to, I love Tchaikovsky so much. And he's like, let me touch it. And then he got her off. <laughs> Composer. Oh, Explosion. yeah. Here's, here's what I saw. Composer and music producer Magnus Fines was also in attendance and tweeted. Went too many Fines. Yeah, Isn't there so a third many. Hemsworth, too? Fuck, I think there might be. Well, you know, you, what you never want to look at is that Ashton Kutcher twin. Because, like, how much would you hate oh, yeah. Ashton Kutcher? If yeah, he's Ashton. handsome and yeah. successful. Yeah. Uh, a night in the audience had loud and full-body orgasm. Dur- what? How come everyone keeps saying full-body? What does that mean? Journalist. Yeah, it it yeah. just means she's, she's a loud comer. Yeah, yeah. Journalist Jocelyn Silver also tweeted, Friends who went to the L.A. Philharmonic last night are reporting that in the middle of the show, some lady had a screaming orgasm to the point where the whole orchestra stopped playing. Some people really know how to live. Now, is this a is this a uh, is this somebody's attempt to go viral? Is this going to be on somebody's TikTok? Oh, hold on. There's there's hold on. There's audio. There's audio. Let's play it. Let's let's hear what's going on here. (laughs) Well, hold on. I mean, it's a guttural yell. That is a guttural yell. That doesn't sound like. Like a planned thing. That sounds like she was losing her shit. But don't you like <laughs> play it again? Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it, let's hear it again. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how like sometimes she you qualifies as the loudest. Comer. She is a very loud comer. I. You know how sometimes you you're at a live performance and you're like, like you're feeling it. You're in it. You know. And usually it's rock and roll. But, you know, like, you could also do it with classical music, I guess. Orchestral music. I don't know. It's, it seems boring as fuck, but some people could come to this. I also think this could be a viral situation that this is going to come I, out on TikTok. I, unfor- yeah, unfortunately, yeah. the internet has really fucked us yeah. in that yeah. everything that it's, seems it's cool all and genuine it's all is fake. all fake. Everything's fucking fake. Yeah. But that is a pretty good guttural yell. Yes. Oh no, it's good. I, I definitely. I mean, it's won't be long before um, Paul in Tucson reaches out from beyond the grave and is like, "What's what's her at?" Like he's gonna want to know who this woman is. And frankly, I am too. I don't. I'll admit it. Like, let's go. Let's show yourself, lady. Hey, fam. There's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Me talking loud comments, conundrums, my brothers. Review with some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man. No one is above us. Five star. Even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot. Man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man. It really hits the spot. 
listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller, and you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller, listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller, and you know the show is for all us, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.